Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 25, verses 11 through 20. For your namesake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Who is the man who fears the Lord? Him will he instruct in the way that he should choose. His soul shall abide in well-being, and his offspring shall inherit the land. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him, and he makes known to them his covenant. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he will pluck out my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Consider my affliction and my trouble, and forgive all my sins. Consider how many are my foes, and with what violent hatred they hate me. O guard my soul and deliver me. Let me not be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 13 through 18. I've also seen this example of wisdom under the sun, and it seemed great to me. There was a little city with a few men in it, and a great king came against it and besieged it, but in great siege works against it. But there was found in it a poor wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no one remembered that poor man. But I say that wisdom is better than might, that the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. The words of the wise, heard in quiet, are better than the shouting of a ruler among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer him, Truly I say to you, as you did it to the least of these of of my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, As you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life.
Good morning and welcome to the sixth Wednesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Laguna Niguel, California. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 25, Ecclesiastes 9, and Matthew 25. And I just discovered I ha- uh, Monday and Tuesday I said the fifth Monday and Tuesday when it in fact was the sixth, so I had to go back and change it. Um, and so I apologize for that. Can't believe nobody told me. Um, but the reading for today, uh, it, I usually hate Ecclesiastes, and I'll say it probably every time I read because I I just can't stand them. Um, but we have a rare exception this morning uh, where there's actually kind of like a story, and then this pithy little um, saying, and the story. Uh, it's unclear if it's a parable or if it's an interpretation of an event that the author witnessed. Um, but there was a city, and a great king came against it. And in the city was a poor, wise man. And the wisdom that he uh, possessed and shared saved the city, but nobody remembered the old man. Um, and the, there's actually a couple of pithy sayings. Uh, the author says, Wisdom is better than might, though a poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. Wisdom is better than might. Um, and then the other two, the last two verses of this passage, the words of the wise heard in quiet are better than the shouting of a ruler among fools. And finally, wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. Um, and paired with the passage of the judgment of the sheep and the goats um, makes me think of like how much we we don't know um, how wisdom is. Plato had this saying, you know, the more I learn, the more I the more I discover how little I know. Right? If you're really honest, like take the the James Webb Telescope recently. Right? We thought we had all this knowledge. We've been to the moon. We've got you know rovers on Mars, and then a couple of pictures taken by this new telescope, shows how insanely tiny we are among all the galaxies of the universe. You know, we don't know. We think we know, right? You know, Galileo thought, or Galileo had to, you know, kind of convince the church that, in fact, it revolves around the sun and not the sun around it. Uh, because if you don't know any better, you think everything revolves around you. You are the center of your universe, so... Wouldn't you be the center of everyone else's universe too? Um, and when the sheep and the goat goats are sorted, both of them are taken by surprise. And both of them are followers, are believers who are trying to do good. Um, but the the first group has succeeded, unbeknownst to them. And the second group has failed, unbeknownst to them. And so knowledge, I feel like there's, there can be a distinction between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge you might think of like science, right? Data. Um, interpreting and, and discovering everything you can learn about these new James Webb photos, right? But wisdom is knowing about knowledge, uh, knowing, understanding, appreciating why that knowledge is important, what it has to offer us, what it doesn't have to offer us, and what to do with that knowledge. Um, And so this, you know, poor old man, or wise man, I suppose, I thought it was, they were old, but just as poor and wise, 
delivered the whole city, but no one remembered him. Um, and no one will, when no one remembers things like that, it doesn't change the outcome of the past, but it definitely can affect the future. Um, the, the ability and the, the, the desire, the willingness to choose to be deliberate about what we remember um, affects what we can know and what wisdom we possess. Uh, because our past is uh, a gold mine of experiences that we can use, you know, as, you know, like little scientists, I suppose. Um, but we have to be willing to remember our past. We have to be willing to look at our own mistakes and learn from them. Um, and we have to always be asking ourselves, um, you know, what kind of person is God calling me to be? Am I becoming that kind of person? Um, so when we, when it becomes our time to be sorted, we might be surprised, um, like the first group, the sheep, um, but not because we haven't been trying, but because there's so many ways in which when you build up these habits of doing good and being good, it becomes second nature. The more you do a thing, the less you have to think about it. Um, and the more, and that is, that's how I read, you know, the sheep. Like, it isn't that they, you know, like Scrooge from Charles Dickens' novel, Good Lord. I can't remember the name. Um, you know, Scrooge, um, yeah, you do one thing and great, it feels good. But you don't really become good until you make it a habit. And when you make it a habit, you start losing sight of all the good you do. And so when you, when it comes time to be sorted, you're like, oh, I did that. I did that. I didn't know that. But yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. The goats, on the other hand, have been trying and have been failing. It's the kind of person you are um, that, that um, gets you sorted by, you know, the divine sorting hat, um, Hogwarts sorting hat. Um, when it becomes habit, it becomes you. Um, if you're trying, if you're constantly trying to be a good person, um, and that's something that you're constantly thinking about, that's great. But there's something, it makes me wonder if something's missing. Um, because once, yeah, if you're constantly doing it, you're constantly afraid of not being a good person. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do about that because it's, you know, it's kind of scary to me too. Like, I think I'm doing all right. But um, am I feeding those who are hungry? Am I visiting those who are sick and in prison? Actually, no, I'm not. Um, I'm being good in some ways. Um, but it takes a certain amount of vigilance, a certain amount of wisdom, and um, you know, willingness to learn from our past mistakes in order to be the kind of people um, that do these things, that save little cities. Um, that uh, get sorted, you know, that, that feed the hungry and clothe the naked. Um, it takes work. It takes commitment. It takes uh, perseverance and habit. Um, and that requires a certain amount of memory. It requires a certain amount of wisdom. Um, and 
if we if we've done it right, we'll lose sight of the fact that we have been doing these good things because when we become the kind of person God calls us to be, um, it doesn't feel much different because it's a long, slow process. And you might be surprised when you look back and find either that you've, you haven't done a great job or also that you have. Another prayer for guidance from the Book of Common Prayer. Direct us, O Lord, in all our doings with your most gracious favor, and further us with your continual help, that in all our works begun, continued, and ended in you, we may glorify your holy name, and finally by your mercy obtain everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, Always family. Semper Familia.